What's going on? See Jizzle and the Wizzle to all my viewers out there, whether you're on any of the wavelengths. Here to bring you episode 2 of July 15th. Um, we're talking about a whole bunch of different stuff. <clears throat> uh, anywho, we forgot to talk about somebody by the name of Karen Greenlee. I'm going to get to that in just a minute, but first I'm going to smoke a little bit. Now, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world, and a lot of the topics that I get are, it, it could be from anything, it could be something that's going on locally, it could be something going on in my life, it could be something I've seen on the headlines of the news. There is a specific source that I do use for my news, I don't get it from CNN or Fox or anything like that, so... I get my news from an unbiased um, <clears throat> source. So, a lot of shit that's been going on lately with China. I mean, everybody in the world hates China. I don't think there's one country that likes China except for Russia, honestly, and Cuba. But Cuba is crumbling slowly but surely so Cuba is gonna find out that dictatorship doesn't rule very long communism like China and Russia that might last a little bit longer but dictatorship never ends well just ask Saddam Hussein <laughs> just ask Saddam Hussein uh, by the way, here's a joke for you. Where does Saddam Hussein keep all of his CDs? <laughs> Saddam Hussein keeps his CDs in Iraq. <laughs> oh, such a bad joke. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, but seriously. Saddam, he, he keeps his CDs in Iraq. <laughs> oh, Lord. There's some other uh, bad jokes out there. Um, but there's some pretty corny jokes. Um, that I was looking at the other day and it's pretty funny um, anywho I need to get another beer jeez I'm drinking these 16 ounce uh, ice house cans and uh, going down pretty smooth don't have a lot of food to really eat tonight behind it, soak all of it up, but I'm going to eat a can of soup and uh, 
I got a I got a sandwich from work. It's a sausage and bacon pretzel bun sandwich. I'm gonna try it. I mean, I think I've tried it in the past, but I figured I'd pick up something. I had a little bit of change on me, so I ended up picking up one of those. Anywho, some of these jokes are really fucking funny. I mean, I have to, uh, I have to give it to the people that actually thought of these. So I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give their names on the on this podcast. I'm gonna give the names of the people that actually came up with these jokes. Um, some of them are corny. Some of them are good and clever some of them are uh, really dark (laughs) I love dark humor though so I don't really care but anywho let me grab another beer okay now I'm back so some of these jokes are pretty damn good this one from John Duvall is it says air used to be free at the gas station but now it's a dollar fifty you know why because of inflation <laughs> um ryan davies says what's made from leather and sounds like a sneeze a shoe <laughs> that one's a pretty good one um, what do you call an Italian with a rubber toe? Roberto. <laughs> that was from Nikki Weatherly. Um, how do you make an octopus laugh? With tentacles. Get it? Tentacles? Um, that was by Michael Hawking. Um, where do dads keep their dad jokes? In a database. <laughs> database. That was from Christopher Smith. Um, Uh, why do Swedish warships have barcodes on them? So when they get to port, they can Scandinavian. <laughs> get it? Scandinavian. That was from Kevin Neiman. Don't have much great things to say about Switzerland, but their flag is a big plus. And that was from a guy named Nut Torbjorn Mo. I know that's a weird name, but this one's a good one. I saw a man pushing a lion and a witch into a wardrobe, and I said to him, What are you doing? He said, Go away, it's Narnia business. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever watched Chronicle of Narnia, but that's a pretty good one. 
Um, what's yellow and kills you if it gets in your eye? <laughs> A bulldozer. <laughs> that was from Evan Arthurton. <laughs> that was pretty good. My sister bet me that I couldn't make a car out of spaghetti. You should have seen it, seen it with her face whenever I drove pasta. <laughs> that was from Carl Parker. <clears throat> um, let's see. I want to tell you about a girl who only eats plants. You've probably never heard of herbivore. <laughs> herbivore. Get it? That was from Ricardo Alexandre. Um, have you ever had beaver curry? It's just like normal curry, but otter. O-T-T-E-R. Otter. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <clears throat> a psychic dwarf escaped prison yesterday. There's a small medium at large. That was by Sam Smith. What do you call a belt made of watches? <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> These are all just corny, funny jokes. Two fish are in a tank and one says to the other, you have any idea how to drive this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? You can't hear an enzyme. <laughs> Do you get it? Oh my god. What's the difference between an enzyme and a hormone? <laughs> you can't hear an enzyme, but you can hear a hormone. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. Alright, let's see. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there were these two olives standing on the counter talking to each other one of the olives fell off on the floor the olive that was still on the counter looked down and said are you okay the one on the floor looked up and said olive <laughs> oh my gosh oh lord <laughs> I went to the zoo. There was only a dog in a cage. It was a shit zoo. <laughs> when does a dad joke become a dad joke? When it becomes a parent. <laughs> Oh 
Oh my gosh, these fucking jokes. These are just these are just too good. These are great. Um <laughs> Let's see. I asked my wife if I was the only one she'd been with. She said, "Yeah, all the other ones were nines and tens." <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh my lord, that's that's pretty funny. It's clever and funny. I love clever females, they're the sexiest things ever. The nerdy ones that are clever and think they got everything figured out, they think they got you wrapped around their finger. Those are the ones that you take in the bedroom late at night and you just destroy them. Change everything that they ever thought that they knew. <laughs> like, damn, I thought I thought I had this guy figured out, but this motherfucker knows how to what, what he's doing. Anyways, somebody who thought that she knew what she was doing is a person by the name of Karen Greenlee. I've been kind of holding this off on the last podcast and kind of procrastinating on this one and nobody really knows about her um nowadays but she was born in 1956 in America and she was a criminal that was convicted of <clears throat> now get this this is going to this is going to blow your mind okay She was convicted of stealing a hearse and then having sex with the corpse that was in it. Yeah. Which is better known as um, necrophilia for all you people out there that don't know. Having sexual relations with a body or sleeping with a body is necrophiliac. And it's really an odd case because she's one of the only few females that's been publicly convicted of, you know, having sex with dead bodies. And um, nine out of ten necrophiles are men, statistically. There's not a lot of females out there that go around digging up bodies and having sex with them. But she didn't dig these bodies up. She wasn't out there digging up the, the graves, you know. She thought, well, there has to be an easier way, right? Just I'm just one female. There's no way I can dig up a grave, have sex with it, and then fill in the hole before daylight, you know. So she had a job as she was an apprentice in embalmer. And for those of you that don't know what an embalmer is, it's somebody that works at a mortuary at a, at a morgue with dead bodies, and they preserve the bodies. They embalm them with certain chemicals, usually formaldehyde, um, 
but they try to preserve it to where it stays fresh, you know, for the appearance of the funeral. Now, I don't know how long that she was an apprentice, but it says that she was, that this all happened in 1979, almost 1980, so December of 1979, so she's born in 56. I mean, she, she would have been like 23, I do believe. My math's right. She was born in 56, and it's 79, almost 80. She would have been 23. Anywho, she was driving to a funeral with the body of a 33-year-old, um, and she just did a U-turn and fucking took off with the body in there, and, um, Days later, she was found um, in Sierra County, but um, near Allegheny, Allegheny, it's kind of a weird name of a town, but A-L-L-E-G-H-A-N-Y, and she tried to commit suicide by taking pills. She took like 20 pills, 30 pills of Tylenol and codeine and they pumped her stomach, and she had written a confession where she admitted to where she had sex with 20 to 40 other bodies. Young men. Not older men, not girls, you know, young men that were, you know, 20 to 40 different bodies. Now, it's bad enough just having your way with one person. You know, you got to think about the family standpoint of view, but... First of all, that person needs to be laid to rest. And second of all, to have your way with a body that that person's dead and they can't consent, they can't say yes or no, or, you know, that's kind of wrong as well. It's kind of like rape. But not only are you raping the body, you're kind of desecrating it at the same time. So, anywho, 20 to 40 different bodies that she ruined, that she, you know, tried to take their soul, I guess you can call it, I don't know, and, um, so she wrote a statement saying it was an addiction, you know, and necrophilia was not illegal in California, um, so she was only accused of stealing the hearse. And interfering in a funeral. She pled guilty and she was sentenced to pay $255 and spend 11 days in jail. That is crazy. You ruin the lives of the family and the body that you just desecrated and you only had to pay $250 in fines and 11 days in jail. You should have spent $2,000 in fines at least and, and spent six months in jail you know that way when you get out you'll never think about doing that again
It's really fucked up. It's really crazy. And then she was sued for a million dollars by the mother of the victim for the emotional distress. And the Superior Court, the defense psychiatrist says he did not think the event had much of a lasting impact on the victim's mother and said that she was also an alcoholic and dealt with depression. So, that is fucked up, that you got somebody that desecrates your son's body, and then the defense says that, oh, well, it it didn't bother her that much. It didn't really have a lasting impact on her. That's fucked up. You know, if I was the mother... I would fucking hang that bitch. I would I would find her and I would hang her. You know. Then we'll see if it left a lasting impression or not. And it's the same thing with anybody's kid, you know. Think about it. If you had a kid let's say you had a daughter and she was fifteen years old and she got like the flu and ended up dying. There was nothing that they could do. And then somebody dug up your daughter's 15-year-old corpse and had sex with it. That is just wrong. That is wrong. It's crazy and it's wrong. And she's still alive. Um, The lawsuit was settled for $117,000. That's not enough, in my opinion. $117,000, you still gotta live with the thought that, you know, your son was, his body was desecrated by this crazy broad. I don't know. You know, I'd like to see her get put to rest somewhere and somebody dig up her body and 20 people have sex with it like it's a play toy, you know, like it's a dog toy or something. Maybe that's what needs to happen. You know, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. These people are fucking, you know, crazy. Absolutely batshit nuts. There's no way around it. But I just, I was really fascinated by that story for some reason. Almost as fascinated as I was by Dennis Nielsen. Any of you that don't know who Dennis Nielsen is, get on Google. Get on YouTube, type it in, see what it's all about. Dennis Nielsen is like the UK's Jeffrey Dahmer, except worse, in my opinion. It was really disgusting, you know, when I actually watched the documentary on Dennis Nielsen, um, he used to go to the gay bars and shit in the UK, and, um, he used to get young kids Because over there, you know, they, 14, 15 year old kids can go in there and drink like 
like nothing, you know. Anyways, he'd get young kids and he'd get them fucked up and get them drunk. Might even slip them something in their uh, drink, you know. He'd take them back to their to his apartment and not only have his ways with them sexually and rape them, but he'd end up killing them, cutting their heads off, strangling them, and then he can really have their way with them, you know. And, um, so yeah, he had a torso that was underneath an ottoman that he had in his apartment. Um, when the police finally found him and searched his apartment, he had heads and shit that he was boiling in water and he was trying to scrape all the flesh off of it and flush it down the toilet and put it down the garbage disposal and they ended up having a plumber that was called out because over in the UK their plumbing system is just shit you know they have really terrible plumbing like some medieval shit you know so the plumber comes over and he inspects the pipes and he finds out that there's a bunch of congealed fat and bones that are not animal bones, you know, like fingers and shit, you know, and he he suspects that they're body parts, they're human body remains, you know, so he gets a hold of the police, and the police come by, and they go up to the apartment, and they ask Dennis Nielsen if they can go inside, and he's like, well, for what, and they're like, well, we're here to do an inspection, and pretty much when over in the UK when the police or the or the queen's men or the queen's army or whatever comes to your door it's best to um just suffice and do whatever they want anyways Dennis Nielsen wasn't a fighting kind of guy that's why he lived underneath the radar for so long and tried to sneak his way doing the things that he did but the police officer went up you know after the plumber had got a hold of him they went up to the apartment and there was this smell of like you know when you ever been over to a black person's house when they're cooking chitlins you know that's pretty much what it smelled like um like rotting shit you know, flesh that was just three people, three houses, or three apartments down the hall, they can smell it, you know what I mean? And then, like I said, when they got in the apartment and they found body remains, it was a done deal. He had skulls and shit just sitting over there that, like I said, he had scraped off all the flesh after he boiled it, you know, just think about that, like, cutting off somebody's head and putting it in a fucking pot and boiling it and then scraping it off like a, like it's a piece of fish or something, that's just fucking crazy, that's just nuts, so, yeah, he ended up admitting to it eventually, he got caught, 
And he's still in prison, I think. I don't know. I have to look that up. See how long his sentence is. People like that, though, that do heinous crimes that are really fucked up, and they should be put to death. But they um, shouldn't be able to get the easy way out. Whether it's lethal injection or... No, I, I think it should be inhumane. There's a lot of states that say, oh, we're not going to do that because it's inhumane. Well, lethal injection is really inhumane with all the botched fucking lethal injections that go on. You know, there's air in the lines or there's, oh, they forgot to add this poison in with it. and He was alive the whole time, but he suffocated to death. You know, it happens all the time. And it's a lot cheaper to buy some rope and hang people. And you can make it public for all the people out there that want justice, that want closure. They can go and watch the same person that killed their daughter or whatever be hung. That's the way it should be. Somebody went on a killing rampage. Shot a bunch of people. He should be put on a firing squad, but they shouldn't aim at his head. They should aim at his legs and shit. Slowly kill him. You know, shoot him in his legs, shoot him in his stomach, work your way up to the fucking head. That way, by the time he actually dies, he know what it's like to be shot 15 times. You know? An eye for an eye. Somebody that goes around stabbing people and shit should be put in a courtyard with like 30 people with knives. Yeah, other prisoners. <laughs> Whoever kills this guy, we're going to release you and put you on probation. So, well, that's not going to take long. <laughs> we'll see who kills him first because everybody's going to want to get out. <laughs> He'll be dead in the first fucking three minutes. <clears throat> Another thing they need to do is release these people from these prisons, but they need to put them on certain islands with other prisoners. You guys want to be alike. You guys want to uh, be a menace to society. You can do that on your own island. And maybe you guys can make a good little community out there, you know. But there's so many islands out there that are uninhabited. Um, even if you had to build like a water salinization plant for them before you could put them on the island, it would be worth it. I mean, it's a one-time deal that you got to pay for you don't have to worry about paying for all of their food that you got to take care of them on death row for years and years you don't got to worry about the actual administering the cost that it takes to administer a lethal injection from a doctor um yeah the list goes on and on 
and then all the fees and stuff all the costs that comes along with the administering this shit how are you gonna have how are you going to bill the person if he's dead he can't pay for any fines or any fees if he's dead So it's a real hiccup in the system. You know, again, you want people to talk about the most humane way to do shit. Well, when they killed people, all these victims out, they weren't thinking about the humane way to do it. So fuck it. Who cares? And I'm getting tired of spending my hard-paid tax dollars on these stupid motherfuckers to be put down peacefully put a bullet in their ass and it's a lot cheaper even a bullet you know rope is a lot cheaper because you can reuse it but you know even a bullet I'd be comfortable with that so and all those pedophiles and serial killers and shit like that they don't deserve a burial they get put on a in a on a fucking island somewhere and buried where all the dark lost souls can be together. Yeah. <laughs> I had my own country, that's the way it would be. And guess what? There would be no crime. Because people wouldn't commit crimes if they thought that they could be put to death over it, you know. See, that's the thing. People in America, they uh, do this or do that. They get like seven years and they get out. Um, now, over in Europe, it's, it's kind of the same way. Um, you get a little bit less harsh of a sentence you know if if you murder somebody over there I think like you get like eight years in prison and here you get like 25 to life you might get a chance to parole out but over there yeah it's a lot more lenient over in Europe but maybe that's kind of the sacrifice that you have to take when you live in the land of the free and there's people carrying around guns and I don't know now I'm really it's really kinda weird for me to talk about guns and stuff because I'm also in the process of getting a gun um, but, but here's the thing and I also believe that by law everybody has the right to bear arms no matter if you have a license for it or not um, anyways that being said with all the shit that I've seen going on lately um, there's a guy that I watch on YouTube named John Korea and his YouTube channel's name is active self-protection and I love watching his videos because he tells you what not to do what to do you know and you see some pretty screwed up shit. And um, so anywho, 
not only seeing those videos, but a lot of the shit that's been going on locally in the news, I thought that maybe it's probably a good idea for me to get a gun. Now, that being said, I'm actually a law-abiding citizen. I'm buying a gun for the right reason. I'm not buying a gun to be out here shooting it on the streets, killing random people, or flashing it to people, you know. I don't have any prior convictions or any reason why I, I can't have a gun, but I just haven't because in Illinois you have to get a FOID card. And you have to jump through a hoop in order to get through another hoop in order to get your, your God-given right to bear arms. And I don't believe in that. So you have to pay $40 or whatever to for the application fee and then it takes eight months to a year for them to fucking get it done and by then somebody could have already break, broken in your house and tried to kill you and your whole family. You know, so I don't believe the Floyd card law is doing anything good in Illinois. There's still a bunch of of criminals out there with guns in their hands and that's what the law was created to prevent right so plenty of other states out there like Texas that has open carry and as long as the guns registered to you you've taken your safety classes you know then what what's the big deal you know and Actually, in Missouri and Texas and stuff like that, that's exactly, it, it's really easy to get a gun. You, you go down there to the gun store and you buy one. That's about how easy it is. Um, same thing with ammunition. It's really relaxed in Missouri. And it should be. You know, it should be relaxed. The people that we need to be focusing on are the people that don't need guns, that have mental health problems and shit, whether it was 10 years ago or whatever. And the people that it was over 20 years ago, they need to be reevaluated and shit to see if they should own a gun. But then whenever you run into that, you have a committee you know, seven and twelve people that are in charge of judging somebody that, I don't know, that's not really right either. So, everybody should be afforded the right to bear arms, because that's the way that it's written in the Constitution. It says you have the right to bear arms. It doesn't say that you have the right to bear arms if you pay $40 and you... Uh, wait eight months to get a FOID card and Illinois is the only state that has a FOID card California has gun violence that's skyrocketing it's out of the roof but you don't see California requiring people to get a FOID card because why well every time you go and buy a gun you get a background check. So, 
I mean, why get a FOID card if you're going to get a background check every time anyways? And I'll tell you why. It's because it's a way to make money off of the people in the state. Not just for the application fees, but it also gives the police an upper hand as well. Because when they pull your information or they look at your card, they're going to see, yeah, he's got a gun. He's, he's a registered firearm owner. He's probably got a gun in that car. You know. And I'm not going to get into all that because I have somebody really close to me that I work with that had problems with that in the past. The police pulled him over and planted some shit in his car, long story short. And then... Took all of his identification, took his FOID card and everything. And luckily he didn't have his gun in the car with him. But if he did, then the cops could have killed him. And then took his FOID card and tossed it in the bushes and said that, oh, he didn't have his FOID card with him and we asked him for it. And, and then he turned on us and tried to shoot at us or, you know... First of all, nobody should know if you have a gun or not until it's time to actually use it. Nobody should know that you even have it, period. Whether it's a cop, whether it's somebody on the streets, unless they come and physically try and pull it out of your waistband, there's no way that they're going to know that you have a gun. So, and... If you need to actually use a gun at that point, then it doesn't matter what law or anything is in place because you're alive and they're not. So, in my opinion, these gun laws are crazy, they're stupid, um, they're ineffective. There's actually been a lot of push here lately from the local legislation that's trying to get it to where there is no more FOID cards in Illinois. Because it's not making a difference and people are really suffering on waiting that long. This started out where they said, oh, you're only going to have to wait three to four months. And then they say, oh, well, we're backlogged. We got all these different people that are applying at the same time and bullshit been years since the FOID card has been implemented and there's been plenty of people that have already applied and got their FOID card there can't be that much of a rush there are people literally leaving Illinois in droves so the number isn't climbing I can tell you anyways it's illegal to governize somebody's right to say, oh, you got to do this in order to have that right. That's illegal. That's not what it says in the Constitution. It says I got the right to bear arms. And that's what I did. So, the motherfucker broke in my house at 2 in the morning. 
tried to stab me to death, and I shot him 30 times, you know. There's a difference. It's not like I was out on the streets looking for trouble. So there's a difference. There was actually a case recently, I think it was in Illinois, I don't know. But it was an older lady that had a rifle that wasn't registered. She didn't have a FOID card. But she had it in her house. And somebody had broke in and she used it. And the prosecutors wanted to grill her because she wasn't a registered firearm owner and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? She's alive. And the Supreme Court said, yeah, she did everything that she was supposed to do. She abided by the law. So, again... State law cannot supersede federal law. Just like federal law can't supersede state law. Neither one can trump the other. Period. There's actually an amendment clause that states that. Um, I think it's the 14th Amendment. I don't know. But... Just like when you go to traffic court and it says that you have the right to f the right to freely travel, unmolested, unharassed, unharmed. Um, the only way that the DMV can really prosecute you is if you're on a um, interstate. If you're on a public or a private roadway state cannot prosecute you because it's a city-owned roadway or a private-owned runway roadway so also if you're not if you're parked then they really can't really do anything about it because you weren't really operating the vehicle at the time so there's a lot of loopholes around it and um, I'm not going to really get into that because, again, I could be here for hours. So there's loopholes and everything. Anywho, I'm probably going to go ahead and end this podcast soon at 47 minutes and uh, it's about 10 minutes till 3 in the morning so I'm going to end up getting off of here making something to eat watching a few more videos and smoking a little bit And tomorrow it's payday so I'm going to get up like I said go do some shopping get some stuff that I need to get get some different food get some necessities I'd like to get my hair cut I don't know I don't know if I'm going to have time to really do all that but 
We'll see. I need to go out to Walmart and get a new water filter and um, need to buy a, a new DVD or a box set, whether it's Rick and Morty or some anime. I'd really like to have some Cowboy Bebop or something, but all that shit is usually in Blu-ray and I don't have a Blu-ray player, so gotta buy it on DVD. At least until I get in van life and then I can afford to buy a DVD or a Blu-ray player and afford to buy a projector instead of having a TV on the wall. That'll be pretty dope. But until then, I'm just stacking up my collection on different DVDs. I want to start getting some classics that you aren't going to be able to find anymore. I think that's going to be pretty dope. So, oh man, it was a long day, it was a long week, it's been a long month, and, uh, I'm really glad that I have tomorrow off, but I got so much shit to do. It's not funny. I gotta get that fucking other bike fixed, like, as soon as possible. I'm tired of riding this bike. Yep. This is one of the fattest checks I got paid. Um, since I've been working at Circle K, I've got $400 in a week. That's quite a bit of money, in my opinion. So. Yeah. means I'm getting 800 um, plus another 150 I wish I would have been getting paid this like three or four months ago that would have gave me a really good cushion anywho <clears throat> tomorrow I'm gonna end up making a podcast um, Gonna end up going up to the dispensary, get some fresh weed, get some good alcohol. I might even get a little bit of liquor, get some good food to eat, and uh, have a good podcast tomorrow. Gonna be laid back. So, probably going to watch some movies tomorrow. I really need to do laundry tomorrow. So, got a lot of shit to do. I need to probably um, 
go over to my mom's and do laundry and then walk my bike over to get the tire fixed. And if I got to ride Dale around for a day or two or whatever, then that's fine, but I at least want to get that other one fixed. By the time that um, winter comes around, hopefully I'm not going to have to ride Dale around. I do need to get Dale fixed, but it's going to be a lot of money, and so hopefully I can just ride this black bike around. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't really know, but this fucking moth. Fucking moth flying around in here. <laughs> hmm. Anyways. Yeah, I'm going to just kind of enjoy my next couple of days off, and uh, well, I get a day off, then I got to go back to work again Friday, and then I get a day off Saturday, so whatever I don't get done tomorrow. I guess I could do Saturday. <sighs> trying to get more motivation. Trying to wake up a little bit earlier and, you know. But, uh. It's been really hard. So. train in the background is really, uh, yeah. Anywho, I'm getting at the 55 minute mark. Probably smoke another bowl. Um, there's a couple things I want to try. I've been waiting to try. You know, I haven't had any money to really do it, but um, some customer came in the store the other day and got ranch Doritos and bought a jar of ranch dip. And I thought, that sounds pretty good. Somebody else was telling me they got a McChicken 
with Big Mac sauce on it. And they told me I need to try it. So, I'm going to end up going to McDonald's and trying that. A couple McChickens with Big Mac sauce, I guess. They've actually got a chicken sandwich there. I bought it one night whenever I was hanging out with a friend and I was kind of tipsy. I went up there and tried it and I don't know if it was because I was drunk, but that fucking sandwich was good. Um, but I don't know if it was worth what I paid for it. Uh, anywho, Hardee's has a chicken sandwich again. Um, which I've heard good things about. They had a they had a big chicken sandwich that was really good in the past, and it was only like three bucks. Anyways, and then Burger King's got the chicken sandwich. Uh, they got the spicy chicken, and then they got the regular chicken. And I've heard good things about it as well. So, we'll see. I gotta go over to Walmart anyways, and I gotta go past Burger King. So, I might just end up picking one up. But, anyways. Talked about, uh different shit tonight, we talked about Karen Greenlee, and we talked about, uh, different chicken sandwiches, um, and my plans for tomorrow on my day off, crazy, uh, ex-girlfriend fling thing, (laughs) heard me blab on about this and about that, but I think it's time to call it a night. I'll probably, I'm going to make a podcast tomorrow, so I have more stuff to talk about, different topics, um, be a little bit more laid back, so anyways, till the next one, it was real, it was fun. But it wasn't real fun. See Jizzle and the Wizzle signing off.